welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too, all through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Last week, you will have heard me talking about why you should be planning a podcast before you even go out and start looking at microphones, before you start looking at hosts, and certainly before you start building yourself a podcast studio. This week, we are moving forwards a step. We are going to look at the five key elements to planning your podcast. So we've gone from why you need to get all your stuff planned beforehand to just starting to plan again. You don't need to have listened to last week's episode to listen to this episode, but quite clearly the two do flow and follow on from each other. Well, this week's follows on from last week. So if you want to go off and listen to last week's, if you haven't listened to last week's already, please go and do that. But equally, if you're thinking, Charlotte, I'm I'm, I'm listening, I've started this episode, then that's fine as well. You can listen to this episode on its own. So then, what are the five key elements to planning your podcast? Well, I'm going to tell you kind of the point of this podcast. Number one, you need to decide who you are talking to. So you need to find out who your target podcast listener is. Now, back in my radio days, I sound so old when I say that, but back in my radio days, every radio station I worked at had a target listener. And yes, I'm saying that correctly, one single target listener. More often than not, this target listener was a woman. She was probably in her mid-30s. I remember those days. And the radio stations would go so far as to give her a name, a family situation, a job, hobbies, interests, which brand of coffee she would drink, where she would hang out, that kind of thing. Everything that you then heard on that radio station was aimed at that one listener. Yep, that made up person that doesn't exist in real life. Everything that goes out on that radio station was aimed at them. And I mean everything, the music, the presenters, what the presenters were talking about, the news, and of course, the adverts. Do you need to go so far as that for your podcast? Well, lots of podcasts are gloriously niche. So if your podcast is particularly niche, finding your listener should be quite easy. If it's less niche, then you really do need to know who you are talking to. You don't necessarily need to get down to the hobbies that they have, but have an idea of the person that you are talking to. So, For example, a podcast about rum and let's say the marketing of rum is not really meant for someone who's looking for the latest gossip about Love Island and vice versa, or at least not in that moment. So 
if I'm listening to the podcast about marketing rum, it's because I'm maybe selling rum and I want to find out really good ways to market my rum. I don't know why I've gone down this route with rum. Clearly, I fancy a rum and coke. Now, there's nothing from stopping that person who's listening to the uh, the Marketing Rum podcast from going, oh, do you know what? I actually fancy finding out a little bit more about Love Island because I've missed it this week or I really want to know what the backstage gossip is. So there's nothing to stop them listening to both episodes, but they're not going to be listening to both podcasts for the same reason. So you need to understand why people are going to be switching on your podcast And you need to identify that and really make sure people understand that that is what you are there for. Make sense? You need to decide your frequency. And I'm not going to talk about radio frequencies here. I mean, how often is your podcast coming out? And is it going to be a series or a season? Or is it going to be an ongoing podcast? The way you plan an ongoing podcast and the way you plan a series podcast is actually really, really similar. However, there are little tweaks that you can make or little things you need to think about because of the you've got a limited number of podcasts in your series and you've got ongoing in your ongoing. So you need to kind of understand what is required for each. But in general, the way you plan it is very, very similar or can be very, very similar. But it's about understanding how much you need to start with and what content you need and how often it's going to go out. Then you need to decide what areas you want to cover. Now, I'm not talking about planning your individual episodes right now. Instead, you are deciding the themes, the topics, the areas that you're going to be covering across your podcast. Now, this is why you need to know if you're doing a series or an ongoing podcast. So I recommend brainstorming all the things you know about. So all your areas, your themes, your topics for about five minutes. Come up with as many as possible. Literally just write every single thing down. Nothing is a dark thing to write down. Write it all down like blitz, blitz, blitz. So if I was doing it for this podcast, I'd be writing down everything that there is to do with podcasting. So I'd write down kit. I'd write down uh, how to record, which software to use for editing, guests, or how to interview people, I then write down uh, planning your podcast, starting your podcast, recording in the studio, recording in your bedroom, literally all sorts of stuff like that. Once you've got those overarching topics and themes, I want you to then come up with sub themes for each of these topics. And it's at this point you'll start to notice if there's any overlaps or if actually one thing should really go in with another, you can kind of just make a little mind map, brain dump, whatever you want to call it, and you can see where things link up and where things go together. And that is the start of your podcast episodes. So your podcast series should be based on those broad themes. So each series will have a theme that goes with it over those however many episodes you're doing, let's say 10. So over 10 episodes, you're going to explore 10 things to do with that one theme. If you're not doing a series or seasons, but you're doing ongoing episodes, this still works for you. Do not be afraid of bunching all your episodes into themes. So you'll do planning for September, for example, or 
you will do starting a podcast in January. So it all makes sense. So it all comes together. And that really helps when people come to binge listen, because that's what we want. We want everyone binge listening. And also, I promise you, a planned theme for a month or a planned theme for six weeks makes your life so much easier than a scattergun approach because you can figure out what works, what makes sense, how it should all go together nicely. You build that little story arc. Um, so you have your beginning, your middle and your end. Then you need to decide if you are having guests on your show. Before we go any further with this, if you do want to have guests on your show, the one bit of advice I would say is it is never never, never, never too early to start asking them to come on. And I mean this in an admin point of view, because trying to first of all, send off an email, it will probably get ignored. Send off another email, that one might get ignored as well. And then you've got all the chasing. And then once they finally do reply, and it's a yes, it might be a no, but we'll go with yes. You then have to find that window of opportunity when you're both free. I really recommend using... um, those calendar apps, those scheduler apps. So things like uh, Calendly or Book Like a Boss, I think is out there as well, because then you can put your availability down and then they can just find a window that suits them. That I would say has probably been on the podcasts I do that have guests, having that app or having that ability to just go, right, here's the calendar, book in, has probably been the thing that has saved me the most time and money and effort and just made my life a lot easier. So There we go. That is my one rule or one bit of advice if you're going to have guests on your podcast. But you need to decide if you want to have guests or if you just want it to be you. If you just want it to be you, you're just going to have you who's responsible for the podcast. So in some ways, it makes your life a lot easier. You don't have to worry about guests cancelling on you last minute. You don't have to go through the hassle of booking the guests. And I find that having all the responsibility of the podcast on me, a much easier thing to handle rather than having to deal with getting people booked on, getting them to come on, then getting them to turn up on the time that you say they will, them not cancelling, that sort of thing. However, having a guest is actually good fun when you get them on. I really enjoy talking to other people. I love learning from other people and I love having a conversation with somebody as well. So I do enjoy having guests on. I don't enjoy the admin that's involved in getting a guest to come on. I tend to have guests on when I'm talking about something that I have some knowledge of, but I know there's somebody out there who has better knowledge than me. So it's about making sure that the guest offers real value to you who's listening. I also have guests on who can talk about their life in podcasts as well, because you're just getting my my life in podcasts. And there's people out there who can bring a new view on it as well to kind of show how their podcast works for their business. Having guests on each week can lead to a couple of issues. Number one, we've talked about the admin. And number two, now you might remember I talked about this with Rob and Kennedy from the email marketing show who came on the podcast. Gosh, when did they come on the podcast? A while ago, this summer. It was summer 2020. And they, what they do, and I think this is quite clever, they alternate their podcasts. So they have a guest one week 
and then it's just them the other week. And they told me that they do this so their audience gets to know them in their solo episodes or just them. It's not really solo. There's two of them. They're duo episodes. And then in the other episodes, when there's a guest, if there's a guest that doesn't appeal to the listener, they've already got to know Robin Kennedy really well. They've already bought into the show. They know who Robin Kennedy are. They might give that list that guest a listen. Or if not, they know that it's all right. Next week, it's Robin Kennedy again. So that, I think, is a really clever way of doing it. Because if you do have guests on each week, there's not much time for you. There's not much time for you and your voice, which might be the purpose of your your podcast. Your podcast might be there to promote other people, to kind of encourage learning and debate. Absolutely fine. But if your podcast is to promote you and your brand and what you do, then think about having guests on each week and what you might lose out on by doing that. And lastly, I recommend you write a podcast mission statement. A podcast mission statement is simply a couple of sentences really knuckled down and explaining exactly what your podcast is, who it's for and what it does. So, for example, because there's nothing in this this advice that I give you that I don't do myself. I follow all of this. So for my mission statement for turn up the volume on your voice, it says turn up the volume on your voice encourages people who've never podcasted before to pick up a microphone and get recording. It does this by offering advice and sharing knowledge of podcasting, as well as interviewing podcasters and experts. And that's it. That's all a podcast mission statement has to be. And my podcast mission statements follow the same template as the one I use with my clients as well. So the template is essentially podcast name is a podcast about what the podcast does. It does this, whatever it does, by how it does it. The podcast is aimed at, then you fill out who it's aimed at. That is all it is. It is I don't want to say podcasting by numbers, but it is that, that is the template. That's all you need for your template. And why do I think this mission statement is so important? Well, it's a really good way of framing everything you do. So if I'm struggling with a topic or if I'm struggling with trying to understand, is this something that needs to go on the podcast? Is this guest perfect for my podcast? Is this topic the right thing to do? I can go back to the mission statement and I can say, okay, does this fit my mission statement? And if it does, excellent, it goes in. If it doesn't, I have to really question why I'm doing what I'm doing when it comes to the podcast. And this is another reason why having a listener, a made up listener in your head, your target listener is really important because you can ask yourself the question, will my listener want to hear this? Am I Am I solving their problem? Am I dealing with the pain point they are at right now with this podcast? And if the answer is yes, crack on. If the answer is no, what can you do to make it make it that way? And I'll say this now as well. Your podcast mission statement may and probably should grow and develop over time in the same way you 
and your podcast will grow and develop over time. So it's not set in stone. So don't be afraid of writing those sentences down and thinking, that's it. I've got to do it this way. Charlotte said, this is it. This is my, this is my, this is my mission statement. Full stop, done, forever. Carved it in stone, put it on the wall. Jobs are good. And it's a, it's an organic document. It's an organic statement. I want it to grow. I want it to develop with you. So there you go, my five elements to planning your podcast. Next week, I'm going to be talking about how you can plan your episodes, whether you're a solo podcaster, you have a guest, or maybe you even have a co-host. Exciting times, I know, and um, talking about planning this month because I have finally pulled my fingers out of wherever they were and I am getting together a podcast toolkit, is what I'm calling it, um, which will hopefully solve your podcast planning problems. If you want to get on the wait list so you can be the first to find out about my podcast planning toolkit, then you can sign up. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can do that. But it'll be great fun. And um, these, this is exactly what I do when I want to plan my podcasts and it's the same thing I do with my clients and you can get your hands on it soon. Thank you so much for listening. Love to know your thoughts on the key elements to planning your podcasts. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. I am Charlotte Foster, podcast queen. You can find me on Twitter at CF Podcasts. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. Look after yourself until next week. Mm-hmm.